Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Talk to Just let me know if something wrong with you. You just saying. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know, man. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm not. The, let me go to the news because I y'all got that I got to deal with every week with these cool. So anyway, on, I would made it. I would have made it back in the 1800, man. Yes, you would have. Yes, you wouldn't have had no choice. <laughs> you know, people were a lot darker than you back then, man. They made it. You wouldn't have no choice. Either do it man. or not. I would have been running with Nat Turner and them, man. <laughs> Nat Turner was out there in that. Boy, he was out there in that heat. Yeah, he was running, but he was running in the heat. Anyway, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not sick about y'all, okay? You know what? Let's, let's just come right into the news. You know what? The last couple of weeks. I can honestly say that I've been upset with the sales. Y'all know I talk about the sales every week. And, you know, I just, I, we started the year off so great with a lot of urban releases and a lot of them were coming in at number one and just doing real well. And then it just kind of tanked for a while. So I'm happy to say, man, things are starting to pick back up. One of my favorite, favorite soul singers, Lettucey, she just dropped her new album last week called Pieces of Me, and she came in at number seven. Just really? talking about a top ten Billboard 200. Now you know she's, you know they don't really give her like mainstream attention, but you know so for her to come in at number seven, that just goes to show. All I'm saying, she also Barry Manilow. She also the Foo Fighters. That's she it. even also now country four. You know when they put out the little compilations, and they always sell through the roof. She also the country compilation. That just goes to show you, man. Good music is on. It's gonna make its way up, and I'm telling you, this research, this resurgence of R&B, I'm really loving it right now. I'm really loving it right now. Uh, speaking of which, next week, Jill Scott is gonna debut at number one. 
going to be her first number one album of her career. Right. Her new album, Light of the Sun, is her first album that her own label deal with Warner Brothers is going to sell between 125000 to 135000 That's going to give her the number one spot on the Billboard charts next week. First time ever. So big congrats goes out to, um, to Joe Scott on that. And actually, sales overall, we're looking up, the, the market is actually up 14% versus last week, and it's up about 3% from last year. Now, for those of us who do watch the charts, we know that's a, a great improvement, seeing that most of the time it's usually going down. But I'm glad to see a lot of our urban releases are starting to get some of the shine that they like. Now, on the independent side, uh, anybody who is familiar with the VH1 show, Love and Hip Hop, you're familiar with the singer Olivia, who was um, actually she was the flagship artist for Clive Davis's J Records back when he first opened J Records. But she dropped right before Alicia Keys dropped. I think a lot of attention got taken off of her. But actually, I had that album. It's a pretty good album. And then she went on. She was the first lady of G Unit. That little situation didn't work out, and so she went independent. And so her her new single. December that was uh, first debuted on the show is about 177,000 souls on iTunes. Great independent. Uh, she's doing about 220 spins a week, and that's before ads. And Cam, Al, y'all know working radio, you know how difficult it can be to even get near that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you don't have a label behind you. Um, and she's got about 3 million views on her um, on her video. For the song December So big shout out to Olivia she, you know, She's been doing her thing A lot of people said she wouldn't be able to do anything When she uh, left G-Unit But she's showing y'all that Hey, I got some staying power Speaking of G-Unit Lil' Kim Reportedly has signed To G-Unit What? Now this comes on the heels Now we all know that uh, recently uh, 50 Cent has decided to uh, take another shot At G-Unit South by signing uh, Atlanta rapper Charlie Lowe. Uh, you know, we just had the birthday bash last weekend. So Charlie Lowe performing, and he brings out Olivia. I mean, I'm sorry, not Olivia. He brings out uh, Lil' Kim for his set. And now basically wow. she's saying that she's, he's not saying that she's officially signed to them, but that she will be working with them again. You know, everybody knows she had that song with 50 back in the day, The Magic Stick, you know, did pretty well. So they're trying to recreate some of that magic. And... This is right around the time Nicki Minaj has decided to take another shot at Lil' Kim. I just heard this record this morning. I was listening to Power 105 in uh, New York, and uh, it's a new Mary J. Blige record. Now, we all know that Lil' Kim and Keisha Cole fell out because on Keisha Cole's single um, that Nicki Minaj was featured on, Nicki took a couple of shots at, at Lil' Kim. Now, we all know that Lil' Kim and Mary J. Blige, they go way back. They've been friends for a long time. But on this new Mary J. Blige single, Nikki took a couple more shots. She took a couple more shots. Now, there are rumors that are saying that they're going to dead the beef at the BET Awards coming up this Sunday. I'm not sure the validity of those rumors. I can't, be, I can't say for sure. But... I don't know exactly how that's going to go down now that this song has been released and Nikki has taken yet another shot. You know, I think it was before I was kind of upset because I was like, why is Lil' Kim getting involved with this? But Nikki Minaj be sneak dissing on the side and she thinks people, she trying to act like people don't notice her. She tries to act all innocent. I just don't know how I feel about that. What do you guys think about that? <sighs> Somebody going to come through... And this clothesline, Nicki Minaj one day, we're going to see it on World Star Hip Hop, and we're just going to be like, ooh, I knew it was going to happen. Didn't Lil Kim go to jail for somebody shooting one of Foxy's homeboys outside the radio station? Yeah, I think they're going to they gonna, they gonna, they gonna learn to chill out messing with uh, Don't go happen, man. Lil Kim, man. I'm serious, man. Lil Kim, man. They keep playing her for a joke, man. She's going to end up hurting somebody. Yeah, she's out. They gotta realize Lil Kim's from that old school mentality. It's like she takes that be serious. That's exactly. Issue. You know what I'm saying? Especially like you know what I'm saying. They 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 steadily talking, and then on top of that, I think they don't realize that Kim still can really get down on that mic. Oh yeah. Right. Right. 
Even though she look like somebody's right. grandma with a facelift, she still can get down on that bike. Uh, she look like uh, the bride of Jackie. That's what she look like. That too. Being honest. I was looking on the internet trying to find exactly who she looked like, and I think I figured it out. She looks like Lamb Chop. Y'all remember the puppet Lamb Chop? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song that does it. <laughs> You're wrong. Just like Lamb Chop. I don't even remember the words to that song, yo. I mean, oh, I was like, the most just like Lamb Chop. Yeah. Yeah. It never ends, man. It's like. How can you forget that? Uh, yeah, now like speaking of things that look like Lamb Chop and, uh, and, and hip-hop females, Missy Elliott, she's back in the news. Um, well, actually, this is on a serious note. Um, Missy Elliott, she just revealed that she's been suffering with Graves' disease. It's an autoimmune disease that affects the thyroid gland um, as of 2008. Now, we all know from the jump, Missy Elliott's always kind of fluctuated her weight. It's been up and down, and, you know, she got it down and stayed down for a while. When she was diagnosed with this disease, you know, she kind of ballooned a little bit. Uh, she said she's been, you know, going through radiation uh, therapy and everything. She's down about 30 pounds. And uh, actually, her, um, they're going to do a behind the music on Missy Elliott on June 29th. That's next Wednesday. So you might want to check that out. But especially for those of us who are, you know, like fans of that golden era of hip-hop, you know, she was one of the ones that was really, like, Kind of set herself apart from everybody. And finally, in the news, Monica. Monica's getting ready to drop another album. And this is just so funny. Everybody, and let me say this Jagged Edge dropped their album this week. This is Jagged Edge's seventh studio album. Jagged Edge actually came out after Monica. A lot of people are like, why is Jagged Edge dropping an album? They're past their time, they're past this, they're past that. But then they're anticipating Monica's album. It's the same amount of albums. And she's actually been out longer than them. Why do we like to throw our artists to the wayside? Why do we like to think that once you get past a certain age, you can't put out music anymore? Our parents didn't do their artists like that. The microwave mentality of, uh, you know, you're here today. You can be gone tomorrow. I mean, that's the way we think. You know what I'm saying? Instead of favoring artists like, you know how we love the Isley Brothers. We still love... Al Green, we still love the Ohio players, all those guys. We still love them if you understand music. But the artists that's been out in the last 20 years, we, the mentality is microwave. Like, you're here today, you go tomorrow. I want to see you no more. Yeah, like they like to throw, um, they like to throw boys and men away as an old school group and all this stuff off and pass their farms. It's just like, I don't understand that. I was looking at, um, you got to think about this too, Nick. Just like our co-hosts say all the time, the late and great. Everybody late and great, they date. <laughs> why, why are you saying that, man? Saying. <laughs> yeah, you, you do kill off somebody in the second, man. man. <laughs> the late and great. Come on, so I guess, you know what, I guess what kind of prompted me on that was, I was looking at Unsung on TV One, and they showed the, the story of the spinners. And, you know, them cats, they were together for about 15 years before they got their first single that actually charted. Like, realize when they came out, they were some grown men. Uh-huh. Talk about in their 30s. And they end up having more R&B top 20 hits than any other group except for the Jackson. Yeah. They could have done that in this era. We'd be so quick to uh-huh. throw them away, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. But you gotta think about it. Never gotten the songs in the key of life if we threw away artists. If, if they threw away artists, you know the way we do nowadays. Yeah. We might not have ever gotten a sexual healing album or "I Want You" or "What's Going On" album. Just think about that, because we're so quick to throw these artists away. That's a whole nother show in itself. Yeah, it is. We don't get. We don't get into today's show. Say something. I was thinking about this. I tried to watch a music video, and damn if I couldn't find one. I couldn't find one TV station to play a music video. Not BET, not MTV. None of it. And I got to thinking, I'm like, man, I want my music television. Whatever happened to the music video? 
I mean, sure, you can see them on TV if you got MTV2 and MTVU, MTV Hip Hop, BET Hip Hop, Centric, VH1 Soul, and all those other VH1 Midget, every other channel they got out there. But if you don't have those extended channels that cost about an additional $100 a month, then you're going to have to struggle for about an hour and a half at 106 Park if you want to see a video. Now, for those of us from the MTV generation, we remember the creative videos, real storyline, a lot more than just random shots at the club. But that's what we're talking about tonight. What happened to the music video? We're actually going to play our first song, and then we're going to get right into this topic. This first song is by a young artist out of uh, New Jersey by the name of Jesse Idol, and it is his new single, Stop and Go. This is the Middleman Present, Talk for the Town, with Nick Eaton on Block Talk Radio. Hey, I ain't trying to be funny. I thought that was Jesse's girl. Wow. Hell no. <laughs> Shit, show Man, play the song. <laughs> Music videos. 
Look, man, I, I can remember the first music. My first memory was actually a music video. Like, my oldest memory that I can just sit there and think about. It was Phil Collins, Easy Lover, with, um, oh, with yeah. Phil from uh, Earth, Wind, Fire. You oh, right? that was, uh, yeah. That was my very first memory. And you know what? The thing about it is, it wasn't just a whole lot of money and, and big budget. That was, it was, But it was a lot of creativity in the videos back then. Even up to the, I'd say, the, the late 90s, early 2000s. There was a lot of creativity. It was a lot of stuff that actually went you know, into the production of these music videos. Nowadays, it's just like, man, what the hell are these kids thinking? Right. Where's hey, the artistic was, value in this? What was that video that they had a long time ago where the guy was drawn in a cartoon format? You know what I'm talking right about? That take on me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know who that is. The highest point back then. Yeah. Now... For those of us, and if you guys want to get into the conversation, you can definitely give us a call, 718-508-9972. Now, the very first video that was shown on MTV was actually, it's, it's almost about, it's about to be the 30th anniversary for MTV. Coming up August 1st, it will be 30 years. And the very first video that was shown, ironically, was by the Buggles called Video Kill the Radio Star. Kevin you actually had a little earlier today, I did my research, and that was the very first video. How ironic that the first music video I ever played was a premonition of what was going to happen to the industry. <laughs> or were they trying to tell us something? Yeah, they were trying to tell us something. <laughs> yeah. Snake they were about to tell us, man, we about to mess y'all up. Yeah. But if you look back a little further, you know, the concept of the music video is not anything that's just necessarily been around in the last 30 years. I mean, you look at something like the Dick Clark Show and, and, and just all these different variety shows a lot of these artists performed on. You know, the music video goes back a long way, but it's like more and more now it's being based out of MTV. I mean, out of TV. You look at a, a network like MTV, which stood for music television, now, you know, a couple of years ago, they just showed me. They took music television out of it. It's just MTV. Right. Right. Yep. Same thing with BET. BET, it's gone. Yep, they did. If you wake yep. up around 5.45 in the morning, you may be able to catch some rock videos on VH1. Damn. Maybe. That is true. That is just true. maybe. Yep. That was the only way I found out who the hell was... To the cinema club. Yeah. And I mean, I look at it like us. We had, for us coming up, we had shows that were specifically geared. It wasn't like everything yeah. was thrown to this big melting pot. You know, right. everything's thrown into 106 and Park. So you mean to tell me out of all the songs that are released throughout the year, all the videos that are released through the year, you mean to tell me that only 10 of them are hot enough to be featured on mainstream TV? Think about this. We had Yo MTV Raps. Mm-hmm. We had Rap City. We had Video Soul. Yes. We even Got had Caribbean, Caribbean, uh, Caribbean Rhythm. You remember that? On Sunday, boy. Oh, yeah. I hate when they come on down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but do you remember Cedar's World? Who? Cedar's World. Cedar's World, that uh, Jamaican lady? That was a little computer-generated computer chick at, the, oh, the, at her yeah, own yeah, show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. remember how on Saturdays, how on Saturdays you actually had the the artists with their top 10? Mm-hmm. Their top 24, I'm sorry. They were their top 24 yeah. favorite videos. You had Midnight Love. Where Midnight is that? Soul.
Yeah, they got they got midnight phone on demand. But now, see, if you get to these these television stations, what they're doing now is they get these sub channels. So you might have BET Gospel, BET Hip Hop. Uh, you know, BET J turned into Centric. You got VH1, VH1 Soul, MTV2, MTV Hip Hop, and you can see that. But it's not like I said; it costs you about an extra hundred bucks a month. Hell no. Now what I don't get is. If you look at something like YouTube, I just said it earlier. Olivia being independent, this is in the last two months, got three million views of her single December. If I'm a programmer, if I'm a programmer and I work for a network, I'm going to allot some time to videos. Think about three million views. Think about how much ad revenue of that song alone went to YouTube. That they're just giving away. Yep. Yep. They're just giving ad revenue away. Why? Because they want to feature reality shows. We want to do real world and role rules and making the band. Flavor of Love and Flavor of Love's Girl and Flavor of Love's Mama. Everything. I love New York and I love L.A. and all this other crap. That makes no sense to me. And what does it do for the artist's pockets? You know, artists used to get a pretty little penny from those silver BET checks, those MTV checks. What does it do for their publishing rights now? Mm-hmm. Do you remember there used to actually be real budgets? Yeah. There used to be video directors' names that you would know were synonymous with right. a certain genre. You knew right. that when a Hype Williams, when somebody said, oh, I got Hype Williams for my uh, video, you knew that video was about to be on the chain. Hype was going to give you something good. Can I interject, please? I think Hype was the death of videos. Well, I, can't I, say say that. That. I, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. Well, what make you say that? Um, yeah. You know, like, the creativity level stopped. I mean, he did some... Uh, his videos were more colorful, and he did a lot of creative things, but it got stagnant after so many people started using them, and everybody else started following that same format. You know how so it whose was, fault was it? Was it Hype's fault or was it the fault of the labels who said, hey, we want a video like this? Well, this uh, is all we're going to allow for the budget for the video. Whose fault was it really? I think, you know, really, I'm not even going to put fault on it. It's just the fact of when Hype saw everybody copying his style, he should have evolved and made a new style. You know what I'm saying? If I got a lane got to come out the check. We got to come out the check. Uh, Phenomenal Black said, uh, you know, he did a belly man. Which Bellyman did the same thing too, as far as some, you know, the videos that he had. Are you talking about uh, hype with Belly? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like the somatical format of Belly. Belly was a dope movie yeah. shot in a, a format that we haven't seen in urban films, mm-hmm. and I mean he had a different eye on it. But when it came to the point of everybody copying hype style, that to me became the death of the video because everybody started doing certain things like that, especially when your boy Puffy started putting all them. Crazy videos out. Now that now now there you go. That's who follow was right there. Because you know, Diddy had a lot of stuff on some of the videos now. But a I lot of those videos blame. that Bad Boy put out, they were good videos. I can't say that. But I can't you know Diddy had a lot of control on those videos. On one man. I'm sorry, I can't put the blame on one man Because at the end of the day It's those check writers at the label that say We're going to put away this much Like you got to think about it Think about how expensive videos were in the 90s But that wasn't because of That wasn't because of the The cost of the video actually itself That director cost so much And a lot of the locations that them guys used Were taxing the hell out of them Yep Okay, well you think about it what was the most expensive video in the history of music videos? What, one of Michael Jackson's, right? Uh, remember Michael Jackson's Scream. Oh, it was Scream, okay. Think about the special effects that went into that. Think about everything in terms of production that went into that. That was 1995. That stuff looks like the norm now, but it was so far ahead of its time then. It was the cutting edge of technology, of everything you could possibly think. Think about... Buster Rhymes and Janet Jackson, what's it going to be? That was a $2.4 million video. Hmm. Think about how far ahead of time it was. Hey, and like this was back in the day. 
where albums were going four or five times platinum. But that album that Buster had, when he had What's It Gonna Be on there, that album sold just over platinum like all of his other albums. And Lester was like, look, we're not going to keep putting money into the, into the visual aspect of this, and we're not getting it back in terms of the sales. So at the end of the day, the people that are cutting the checks are the ones. Now, there was one director that I thought was very creative, and I think he just fell off, and that's Brian Barber. Yeah, Brian Barber. Okay. Mm. Outcast video. Yeah. yeah. For Miss Jackson was conceptually one of the best videos I had ever seen. The only thing I didn't like about the video, I didn't understand the video. It like to me it didn't have no revelation to the song. Even though I understand that, you know, once the rain cleared up, uh, it was a brighter day. I got that part of it. But as far as everything else, I mean I didn't understand it at all. It's easy to understand, dude. The song is about it's, it's about the relationship. Their relationship is, is, is breaking down, just like a house was. They're trying to rebuild the house. They're trying to rebuild the relationship, but it's just not working. That was the whole concept behind the video and the song. Excuse me. When you really look at it, when you really break it down for what it is, that, I mean, it was just, but he just kind of he just kind of fell off, you know. Then at some point. At some point around 2000, 2001, when you had Cisco here with Thong Song, when you had JD with Big Pippin, it became less about the creativity of the video, the actual concept, and more about how many answers can we put in the video. Yeah. yeah that Thong that Song video was ridiculous. But you know, one other thing that I think that hurt videos also was the fact that, you know, like you said, the creativity part really fell off. But when you start getting directors that just start slapping stuff together, like like Al said, a lot of stuff don't fit the songs. You listen to certain songs, and if it's a, a visual type song, it will put you in the mind state of what that song should be like. But then when That's you go right. back and see the video itself, you're like, man, what in the world? What, what is this? It don't. I give you a prime example. I give you a prime example. I understood the. Uh, I understood going with a the movie theme for it. But when Mystical came out with the video for Shake Your Ass, I thought that was the worst. I thought that was the worst concept you could ever think. We're going to use the concept of Eyes Wide Shut for Shake Your Ass. And we do right. have a caller, y'all. We do have a caller. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, caller 757. You're live on the Middle Man Talk Show. What's up? Yo, what's up, man? It's the Phenom Black from the chat. What's happening, baby? What's up, Phenom? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, somebody put me on to y'all show. They wanted me to listen in, so uh, shout out to Go Five for that. But. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, I heard y'all, when I just came in, you was talking about the whole YouTube phenomenon with the videos now and how they're not on television. And um, What I want to say is what YouTube has allowed, though, and what television didn't allow was when we did have the Hype Williams, and if you name all the other ones, I can't. I was, you know, my team's then, but those were the guys that were going to get videos for everything. So that's why you were seeing the same type of videos for completely different artists, like, and it was, to me, that kind of locked the game down with the same thing they do with, like, movie directors and stuff. What YouTube has allowed to happen now is for people like, for instance, Knife Wonders director, which is Kenneth Price, right, to shoot videos now and add a whole different aspect to it of creativity, whereas you're looking at these guys who are getting back into the whole, okay, we want concepts, we want videos. For instance, um, Big Crit's Dreaming video is probably one right. of the best videos to come out this year. And there's no big budget on it, but it's good. The video that was for um, Ray, um, Raekwon Shaolin vs. Wu-Tang was very creative. Yep. Um, CeeLo had a video that came out that somebody put me on to that's on YouTube. It's uh, I cannot think of what the damn name of the song is, but it's, it's like completely artistic driven. It's it's like kind of, I guess... I know what you're talking about. Cartoony. Right. I know exactly which one you're talking about. And I, I can't pick the name of it, but I know which one you're talking about. Right. So now what's happening is, like you said, with the whole, um, with um, what's the name, driving her career and getting a million views for her December song, which she got those views also because she was on a reality TV show. So that's not, oh, you know, yeah. sidetrack from that. She got three million views because they played that damn song on hip hop. I love it, hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, what it's allowing now is people's videos are going back to television. You know, like Big Crit's um, country shit is now on MTV. Right. 
Right. So also, man, you know they don't play movies. They don't play videos during the day. Cause don't they don't play nothing but shows during the day. Reality TV is cheap and it brings in a lot of revenue and it gets a lot of viewers. But when you wake up in the morning, you know I'm seeing stuff from people like um, Theophilus London and videos. You know I've never artists I've never heard of and videos that I thought you know that I think are pretty creative and they're just getting shown not on your major stations now. You know it's like MTV Two and Whatever, but they're still out there, man. But and that's, and that's the point we're trying to get to. And uh, we definitely thank you for the call. The point I'm trying to get to is that now, yes, they are playing more videos from up and comers. I will give them that, but they're not giving the same platform as they once were. Oh, we're going to give your video rotation. Your video is going to give rotation on BET Hip Hop, who probably gets less than thirty. He probably gets about thirteen percent of the total viewership of BET. Period. Most people don't if even that, know there is a BET hip hop. Right. If a tree falls in the woods, did it make a sound? It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a quick break because actually this next act that we're about to play they kind of segue into what we're talking about uh, in the next segment. This is Jagged Edge with their new single "Flow Through My Veins." This is the middle man presents Talk of the Town with Nikki on Block Talk Radio.
And that was Jagged Edge with Flow Through My Veins. Yo, I just got like six text messages about this one particular record. Hmm. I like this record. Everybody's like, yo, I don't like that. It's horrible. It's this and that. I, I like the record. I knew it. It's your show, man. Hey, man, um, I want to give a shout out to Phenom that just called in. I don't know if that's the yeah, Phenom that shot. we know, man. I want to give a shout I, out to I, like, I like the record. I don't, you know what it is? I, I'm a big fan of the R&B group, period. And I'm not talking about just Jagged Edge. I'm talking about just in terms of I'm a big fan of R&B groups. So when somebody's coming out and they, or they're coming back out with something, I always try to support it. I personally like it. And compared to what if <laughs> a lot of shit is on radio right now. <laughs> hey, man. This this, this. I hate to bust your bubble, but they still sound the same. I can slow that down and hear Let's Get Married. Why? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I, I've said that before on the show. Uh, you can line up all yeah. the Jagged Edge singles, you know, and sing each hook. And it just sounds like one long, continuous song. But the point is... Should anybody else in the group say... The worst... Yeah, that's a good question. They, they do. Let's get it out. They do. And, and, and let's like be honest. How... People always say, how come you always got the same person singing? But if you heard one of the first people singing and never sang before, you'd be like, what the hell are they doing? Like, people just blasted Drew Hill all those years. They were like, Cisco do all the leads. He don't let nobody else get no leads, this and that, this and that. And then finally, when they come out with this other album and it's other people sharing leads, they're like, what the hell is she doing singing? They need to go back and have Cisco sing her lead. Make up your mind. <laughs> Make up your mind. If, if, the, if, the, if, the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, anyway. This... Jagged Edge actually kind of segues into our, our next portion of the show. We're talking about I Want My Music Television. What happened to the music videos? We don't see them really anymore. You either got to catch them earlier in the morning or on the internet. Or on somebody's extended cable plan if you got it. But other than that, you're just going to be short. I remember when people actually looked at music videos and were like, yo, this, I, I learned about new music because of these music videos, because of what was played. When Donnie Simpson gave you, you know, brought in a new act and gave you their new video, you paid attention to it because it was going to be good. You get what I'm saying? Yep. But now here's my problem. The older artists, the older artists, we talked a little earlier about them getting thrown to the wayside, and it's the exact same thing. You know, they get some lesser budgets for these videos nowadays, and these are the ones that have proven fan bases. That is so backwards to me. We're going to give a higher budget to an unproven artist because they got a hot single in Wichita, Kansas. Yet, because of someone like Ruben Sutter, who has is, is been out, he's, you know, we, we know Ruben Sutter. We'll just give him a, we'll give him a lower budget because they know his face, so they'll, they'll, it's cool. He just needs a visual to go with it. They're tossing the older artist, once again, to the side. Now, don't get me wrong, unless you're someone like an Usher or a Beyonce, you know, they're, of course, they're going to get the high profile because they're going to take them all over the world. But for the older artists, it's just like, uh, well, hmm, Jagged Edge coming out with a new album. Let's give them a, you know, what is a, hey, you know, I got a little cousin that directs. Let's go ahead and give him a shot. And I'm not saying don't give a shot to up-and-coming directors. Please don't don't think that. But some of the stuff that's out there, it's just like, come on, dude, really? Hey, but that's hey, just me. And I could be wrong. Man, like, like Fina was saying, a lot of guys are bringing some artistical means back to uh, directing video. I think, like, one thing Orlando uh, that's um, in Mississippi, he was at our conference, he was talking about how everybody has Pro Tools and have the availability to record themselves and do what they need to do. I think it's the same difference with the cameras now. A lot of guys got these HD cameras, man, and can put together very good concepts, very good videos. I've seen a couple of them. Uh, our man, uh, what's his name from Alabama? Uh, uh, Tobias. Uh, Tobias, what, what do you call himself now? Tobias Tate. Tobias Tate. Tobias is dope, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's really an opportunity for new, fresh ideas to come back in the game. And we do have a call, y'all. 
Okay, uh, caller from 601, you're live on the Middle Man Talk Show. What's up? What's up, man? This is Mike C. Beats. What's happening, Mike? Right, what's up? What's, what's up, up, man? Yeah, we're here. Y'all talking about these videos and stuff, man. It's crazy because oh, yeah. I actually uh, created a website just for independent artist videos. Really? Uh, Swagtelly.com. Okay. And the thing is, man, it's crazy that a lot of people don't support you know, you try to do something for people, but they actually don't support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because they would that's spam true. the hell out of a Facebook page, but, you know, you create a, a website just for independent artist videos. You know, I'm getting more hits from overseas people, which, you know, is good for me, but, you know, it's just crazy, man. Well, stuff needs to change. Actually, Mike, I, I'm, I'm not being funny. I was just, and Al, was I not just talking to you about this a few weeks ago? It's, it's, yeah. It's Hold on one second, Nick. Uh, we get bigger right. supporters overseas. Because I'm an artist myself. We get uh, we get support yeah. from overseas more than do. They have an appreciation. They they're not on the microwave stuff that we are. They get an they have an appreciation for real talent, real creativity, and they tend to support just a little bit more than we do stateside. So that's across that's the board. True. That's not necessarily new, unfortunately. Right. Mike, uh, drop the website for uh, our listeners again and uh, spell it out for them as well. Uh, it's www.swagtelly.com. It's S-W-A-G-T-E-L-L-Y.com. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. Now, I don't want anybody out there to think that I'm saying that because of a big budget makes your video better. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm playing devil's advocate on this because, honestly, I remember, you know, KRS-One, uh, Eric B. and Ron Kim. You know, I remember those videos didn't have big budgets at all, but they were creative. There was some thought put into it. Look, if we only got a couple hundred dollars to do this video, then we're going to make the best $200 video we can think of. And that's what it's really all about. Nowadays, it's just like... Who's got the biggest ass? Can we get Bucky in this video? Can we get Delicious in this video? Right. Can we get right. Shanika Adams in this video? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yep. what I'm saying is nowadays videos, not only are they, and, and honestly, this is how people look at them. They look at them as being, oh, this is low budget. I'm going to just, you know, let's get this. It, look, it looks cheap. That's how people think. It looks cheap, so it can't be good. And your presentation is important. Your presentation is important. The substance of it is the most important. But let's just be real about it. We do this in our everyday life. We'll go to a store. If we see the store brand, more often than not, most of us will think twice about that. We'll be like, I ain't getting the store brand. It don't look as good as this, as this uh, name brand over here. It's just hmm. a, I mean, it's yeah, a natural thing with us. Most definitely. I mean, that's just like, you know, how people are crazy about polo, but then you can still go and buy a regular two-button polo without the polo logo on it. But you want to wear polo. Like, you just really want to pay that $79.99 or $99.99 for a polo shirt. But you can also go to TJ Maxx. Or Ross. Different. <laughs> right. Or Marshalls. <laughs> Ross. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? People associate, um, you know, name brands, you know, with with pretty much everything. I mean, just like how you have those guest appearances in the video. If you have a high guest appearance in your video, 9 out of 10, your video will get played multiple times, and it will get into it. So, I mean, it's a market, you know, because like you got – go ahead. No, I, excuse me for interrupting, but I, I'm going to tell you, I love this YouTube Phenomenon, man, because you get the opportunity, especially like how we watch videos all the time, man. Like, uh, what's the guy from California, Los? I mean, he had a dope video. You know what I'm saying? You, you got yeah. a lot of guys out there with with the opportunity to make these videos on their own without these big budgets and without all these special people in it. And the concepts sometimes are great. How many times? And I know Nick, we said we was gonna stop looking at it, but World Star. How many times you'll find a jewel in that rough in, in the midst of all that bull? You find some dope I mean, videos you find, in there. Yeah, yeah. You'll find one at least. You'll find at least four or five a week. Four or five a week. I mean, I don't care if MTV don't show videos no more. I don't care if B, uh, BET or VH1 or none of these guys show videos anymore. I don't care. 
because the internet is the next wave of the future. I mean, to me, it gives more access to artists, and artists got to seize the power, just like we did when we were selling out of this trunk. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I can, I can kind of halfway agree with you on that. You know, I just feel like I look at it like this: there was a time when MTV, when BET, when VH1, when all of these shows actually gave, they gave that platform. I feel like because of the fact that that platform is not allowed anymore, there's a lot of good. Real music out there that's that could be at the top of the charts, and it's not about crossing over. It's not about being mainstream. But everyone out there who does some form of art form, you want it to reach as much as it can. You want it to reach as high as it can possibly reach. You know, right. self destruction. Remember when self destruction came out? Mm, mm, good video. Yep. Think about how much play yep. that got on in both MTV yeah. and BET. But that was also a format of, of that was a that, the whole format of BET at that time and MTV with Yo MTV Rap man the culture was so strong even the people that was helping running it at that yep. time wasn't so money driven they was money driven but it wasn't all about okay he ain't got no women in the video okay he ain't got no cars in the videos you know what I'm saying they would let those guys put music out there like that it wasn't like it is now. I, I, That's I feel true. You. I just honestly, I think that that plat- the platform is still there, and my thing is, if you're not going to play the the videos in the plethora that you do, at least give a little. I mean, what happened to Rap City? They completely took it off of TV. They took it off of t- take it, took it off of TV and replaced it with Eve. Mm. That show ended on. It's not even a new show. I can see if you replace it with a new show, you replace it with something syndicated. I just yeah. wish, I guess my biggest thing is, I just wish that everybody would just kind of get back to real on things. Just get back to the real of it. And, and speaking of which, that, that's actually our last song of the, yeah. uh, of, of the day. You know, this is by, this is a hip-hop song. We've been playing R&B. Like, yeah. like I said, we got to get back to real. And this next song right. that's coming up is by an independent right. artist by the name of Felt Five. We've had him on the show before. Real talented cat. Raps, sings, produces, writes, engineers, just man of all, jack of all trades. This is Felt Five with Get Back to Real. This is Middleman Present. Talk to uh, talk the town with Nikki. Block Talk Radio. Hey, yo. It's Felt Five, man. Yeah. Uh. Yo, we thought the studio was the way to 
that's the only outlet they have. And like you said, Nick, like a lot of people are not gonna have that extra hundred dollars to pay for cable. Niggas barely got extended basic nowadays, you know what I'm saying? So Right. It it, it really needs to be addressed. That's pretty much all. This is true. At the end of the day, advertising is what controls all of this. Advertising. And I'm gonna end the show on this. Because I used to work for a major um communications company and um, I was told by one of the people in charge that um, if I could play dead air between commercials then I would do it I don't care what goes on in between there as long as people keep buying the ad so that should just let you know what everybody's thought process is in terms of the powers that be they don't care about the music, they don't care about the content they care about the advertising dollars and since we are the people who go out there and buy the products that afford these companies to buy advertising with these communication companies, we are the voice. Get them where it hurts, in their pockets. We definitely want to thank everybody who is tuning in with us today, everybody who tuned in on the web chat, anybody that's calling in on the phone. We definitely appreciate all of our callers, Black Blackfell 5, Mike D, everybody. Can and I say something? This third, yeah, right. Black people. Colored people. The show starts at eight o'clock. Eastern, Eastern time. God. Seven o'clock central. If you live in Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, Tennessee, probably Kentucky, and Illinois, seven o'clock, man. Come on. And tell a friend to tell a friend. We on Facebook. Right. We on here. Man, get more people yeah, on Like this us show. on Facebook. Yeah, Follow us on Blog Talk. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I can tell you right now, for all of you artists out there that, that listen in, one of our very own co-hosts, Al, he's an up-and-coming video director. The boy is dope. He's coming up to Atlanta. He's shooting a video for me in about a month or so. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah, right. forward slash the middleman Al. Yes, sir. Follow Kev. He, che- he checks his Twitter once every four months. Yeah. But follow him at the middleman <laughs> KG. Yes. And make sure you definitely follow me. Twitter.com forward slash Nick Eaton. We love all you guys. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take them out with that outro. The middle men shouted. Big Chris shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for. Go take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind and grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, you Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle me. Hey man, they need to upgrade yeah, all our stuff over here. I know you ain't seen our new equipment. Boy, I'm, I'm lost. I came in the mess. I came in the mess with the equipment when y'all wasn't paying attention. Man, I'm lost. <laughs> I can tell. Look, two plus two equals four. How about this? You that, keep doing the Diddy dance. How about that? Well, I'm gonna keep doing it, man. I am. Thank. You. Take that. Take that. Take that. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, y'all, tune in next week, man. Hey, felt. You are a dope individual. Just keep doing dope music, man, and keep pushing it, man. Keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? Get it out there to the masses. Don't forget, man. Stay humble and stay yourself. Stay grounded, man. Eat them black eyed peas in the kitchen. Nah, man. What? Stop. I was just, okay, okay, man. We got a great show coming up. I ain't gonna compliment no damn body no more, man. I'll tune in this damn Saturday. I mean, it's Sunday. It's Saturday. What's going on? Right. We got the whole show going on. Yeah, I'm speaking to the show while y'all don't know nothing about it. I see. We see. My now we know. 
Oh, yeah, big shout-out. Two big shout-outs before we go. Had to give one to Big Crit. Everybody keeps telling me, you know, who is that on the outro, even though he says Big Crit on the outro? Yeah, that's Big Crit on the outro. (laughs) You sound like a monster. Yeah. He said, like, well, the first, one of the first things he said, Big Crit, Charlie, like, what did I think he said, Grits? Anyway, so, big shout-out shout out to Big Crit, and uh, shout-out to my big bro, Dave Hollister. Um, let's talk to him today, man. I'm telling y'all, when his album, I Am Soul, drops, I'm telling you, it's going to be classic. Uh, we're going to have him as a classic. guest soon. Huh? Huh? What'd you say? I said what? we're going to have him as a guest soon. Guest yeah, we just gotta we gotta work out the details, man. Between recording, finish up on his album, and you know he's back touring with Black Street. It's just man, it's just catching the right time. That brother right there takes fifteen doggone minutes. That's all he gotta do. Fifteen minutes. I know, man. Fifteen damn minutes. Plus, I ain't being funny. I'm trying to go ahead and secure this spot on my album, so I you know I, I, let me work on that first. I'm Make sure good. he can get on the album first, and then we're gonna get him on the show. I'm just saying. I know, man. I'm just saying. Hey, look, while he recording the verse on your records, we can do the interview for the show at the same time. When he get finished talking, right, 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 right. Fifteen damn minutes. Studio live on location. I was kind of mess up my joy. Why I gotta share all my moments with my player? (laughs) Hey, man, we love all y'all, man. Shouts out to everybody that's been riding with us for the last two years, six months on um on Talk of Town with Nick Eaton. Two years, over two years on Middleman Talk Show. We love all y'all. Thank you. We'll talk to y'all on Sunday. Yeah. Winning. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.